Welcome to the Aligner Intelligence Podcast, brought to you by AlignerIntelligence.com. Aligner Intelligence provides treatment planning, support, mentoring, and training for dentists and specialists using all the major Aligner systems. Over the coming podcast series, we'll be talking everything about Aligners, ranging from detailed marketing insights to clinical tips and treatment planning support, looking at patient workflow, and also the business aspects of Aligner treatment. We'll also be talking to some of the leading experts within the field. There really is something for everyone with an interest in clear aligner therapy. So dive right in or check us out at alignerintelligence.com. Welcome to episode one. I'm Richard Jones, a specialist orthodontist and one of the directors at Aligner Intelligence. In our first episode entitled The Future is Clear, we'll be doing a deep dive into the aligner market, looking at how the market stands today and what's likely to happen over the next decade or so. We'll be looking at how these changes might impact you in practice and the opportunities they might present. We'll also be looking at how the landscape is changing amongst the line of manufacturers. But before all that, let's have a look ahead to some of the forthcoming podcasts. In episode two, we'll be looking at the predictability of a line of treatment and the impact this might have on your treatment planning and managing patient expectations. We're then going to dive straight into a two-part special looking at the phenomenon of direct-to-consumer orthodontics and in particular a deep dive into the case study of Smile Direct Club. We're then going to have a look at some business aspects of a line of treatments. I'm delighted to be welcoming Ashley Latter uh, to a podcast in the very near future looking at the sales considerations surrounding a line of treatment. Things become a little bit more clinical after that when we're going to turn to managing patient expectations and talking patients through their treatment plans. And finally, I'm going to welcome some of my fellow directors to discuss things we have learned and give you some of our very, very top tips. And that, of course, is just for starters. The podcast series will hopefully have something for everyone, whether you're a dentist, perhaps starting out on your aligner journey, or even a specialist with years and years of experience, and also for team members working alongside aligner providers. But in addition, we're going to be launching a parallel series, the Getting Started series, which is very much aimed at people starting out on their aligner journey. We'll also have some exclusive bonus podcasts and bonus material, which will only be available to subscribers on the alignerintelligence.com website. The platform is now up and running, so don't forget to check it out and register your interest. And there is, of course, the opportunity to get a free case for anyone looking to uh, subscribe. But without further ado, let's move on to the future is clear and a deep dive into the aligner market. So by way of setting the scene, we're going to have a look at the current aligner market and also look at the forecasts for the market over the coming decade or so. We're going to have a look back in history as well and see how we've got to where we are today and in particular the development of the major aligner providers over the years. And we're going to look, look ahead to the new competitors and the future as well. So to kick off, where is the market today? Well, according to the Fortune Business Insight, the global orthodontic market is projected to grow from 7 billion today to 27.73 billion in terms of US dollars by 2030 at an annual growth rate of about 21% during the forecast period. The aligner market itself, according to the same report, is worth approximately 3.32 billion as of 2022 and 3.8 billion as of 2023 and forecast to reach 17.27 billion by 2030. 
An industry report by Straumann in 2021 gives slightly different figures and actually already predicts that the clear aligner market is globally worth over £4.3 billion and growing at 20% a year, with more than 2,700 cases started every single day. However, if we look at the total number of cases started worldwide, it's about, in terms of orthodontic treatment starts, it's about 17 million uh, fixed appliance or other cases, and only 4 million uh, aligner cases occupy only about 20% of the overall split. So it seems clear that gradually the aligner proportion of the pie, so to speak, is going to grow, and by 2030 will be more than... uh, two-thirds almost of cases in terms of value will probably be aligner treatments. If we look at the split of those aligner cases currently, it's about 75% amongst adults and 25% amongst teenagers. But as we move forwards, that growth within the teenage sector is likely to grow even more uh, and the adult share will decline. That's not to say there won't be huge growth in the adult sector, of course, but the teenage uh, growth sector is likely to be slightly higher. If we start to look at the locations of those growth, uh, the predictions are that the biggest areas of growth will be alone, uh, standalone dental practices and orthodontic practices rather than the big corporate groups or hospitals. It's clear that the future for a line of provision is an exciting one. There's likely to be huge growth and lots of opportunities for dentists and specialists to meet that demand. But let's now turn our attention to some history and look back over the last 20 years and see how we got to where we are today. So it was 1997 and in California, Zia Christie and Kelsey Worth came up with the concept of a clear plastic aligner to move teeth. They were students at Stanford University and neither of them had any dental experience whatsoever. They raised the capital and started a company producing Invisalign. They raised millions of dollars and began a massive and very expensive marketing campaign to launch the new enterprise. Invisalign did something that had not been widely done before and that was direct to consumer marketing as well as marketing to dental professionals. The direct consumer marketing created a real demand and forced dentists and orthodontists to become certified in Invisalign and offer it as a service to their patients. Direct to consumer marketing was very much new territory and it was something that was totally outside of the box. It turns out that people really liked the idea of doing their braces without wearing metal brackets, which makes total sense. So Invisalign and Align Technology were very much early adopters of this technology and they patent protected much of their intellectual property. They also raised their brand awareness and very rapidly established a dominant position in the market. And of course, that was fueled to an extent by the lack of competition in those early days. You may remember some of these names. There was, of course, in the UK, a system called ClearStep, which stopped trading a number of years ago. One of the early entries into the marketplace was Orthocaps, which is still very much in the market today and has evolved considerably. But there was another system that we used to use called Simply5, which quite frankly wasn't terribly good uh, and has long since uh, faded away. Invisalign is, of course, owned by its parent company, Align Technologies. Now, Align is a huge company by dental company standards and currently has close to monopoly in the field of clear aligners, although that is rapidly changing. Until recently, it had an 80% total market share for eight uh, clear aligners and uh, 8% of, of starts in orthodontics were all due to Invisalign. It's enjoyed double-digit growth for the last 10 years. And last year, they had over $2.6 billion in sales. 
Over the years, of course, they've been stockpiling patents aimed at protecting their intellectual properties from likely competitors. Currently, Invisalign has over 400 patents. But patent protection doesn't last forever. And in October 2017, four key patents expired. From 2018 onwards and beyond, an average of 23 patents expire every year. So as of 2017, the door very much opened for competitors to become involved in this market. With market predictions, as we've seen, it's a very attractive space to get into. And of course, another driving factor is the fact that technologies are very much aligned over the last 10 years. Whilst we used to use silicone impressions for aligners, now digital scanning is the norm. We've got digital planning and simulation solutions, open platforms, cloud-based portals, 3D printing and lots of material improvements over the last decade. And of course, we've now got digital treatment monitoring as well, so that patients can be monitored remotely, making treatment with aligners ever more attractive. So it's no real great surprise that we now see lots of very credible aligner providers in this market space. We've now got some very viable challenges to Invisalign, ranging from clear current, uh, part of the Strauman Group, to Angel Aligners, a new, relatively new system in, in the UK and Europe, but one that's already been well established in Asia. Spark Aligners from Ormco, uh, and shortly we'll have Clarity Aligners from 3M as well. All excellent products, and some of which offer some advantages over Invisalign in certain clinical situations, and some have different product ranges as well, which might be more suited to some of your patients. And the majority of these systems are systems that we also support at Aligner intelligence. So it seems clear that we're going to see massive growth and demand in the aligner market and lots of new aligner systems on the market. Now in terms of actually uh, providing for that demand, the growth can only come from one of several areas. Either it can come from specialist services, it can come from GDP services, or perhaps from direct consumer services. More on that later. Or, of course, we're now also starting to see a trend towards some dedicated aligner surgeries. Direct consumer services is something we haven't really touched upon yet in this episode. We're going to have a real deep dive into this in episodes three and four with a salutary tale of Smile Direct Club. So I perhaps won't dwell on that too much for now, although I'm sure we will see a lot more activity in this particular space in coming years and some other direct consumer models appearing. However, it does seem likely that the vast majority of that increased demand for aligner services is going to be met by dentists and specialists. There are, of course, a number of barriers to uh, this growth. One is recognising suitable cases, the support and education that's needed, as it's not typical of, of fixed appliance treatment, help with informed consent, help with sales and the workflow, and perhaps the customer service element of aligner treatment. For general dentists in particular, the diagnostic element could be a challenge, as well as providing fully informed consent and making patients aware of all treatment options. Also training for some of the key skills involved in a line of treatment, and also training in remedial treatment if necessary. However, fortunately help is at hand to overcome many of these barriers. In this digital age, we can perhaps not think quite as black and white in terms of patients being treated by either a dentist or a specialist. It's never been easier to share information and collaborate on cases. So we perhaps need to think about things slightly differently going forwards. 
The demand for a line of treatment and the current barriers that exist is very much one of the drivers behind us setting up alignerintelligence.com, helping to provide dentists and specialists with education, mentoring and support for their cases. Well, it does seem that the future is clear. And that brings us pretty much to the end of this very first episode, which I hope has set the scene for aligner treatment going forwards. Next week, we'll be talking about predictability of aligner treatment, the evidence behind it, and how this might impact your treatment plans and management of expectations. I really hope you've enjoyed this first episode, and I very much look forward to bringing you another episode very soon. But don't forget to check us out at alignerintelligence.com. 